Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Asylum. And now, your hosts, Rick Flieger and Rick Briggs. Remember last week when I walked off the set, walked out of studio? Did we get you to do it again? That seems like a better <laughs> idea every time. But uh, I'm going to try to stick this one out with these two boobs and rubes in here. So welcome into the Asylum Fantasy Football Show. Check out everything the show has to offer at Chaos and Disorder on the tweeters. AsylumFootball at gmail.com to get your questions answered poorly, but answered nonetheless. And, of course, find this and all the Chaos and Disorder archives over at Asylum AsylumFantasySports.com. I don't know why I can't spit that one out. It's only been our website for 15 years. <laughs> I know. You used to say it nicely. Yeah, yeah. Now nice. it's that's, the, that's the one that trips me. I think it is. It's not everything's not Asylum Football anymore. We got right. chaos and disorder. We got bubble butt twenty seven at hotmail.com. I got a lot going on. We well, used to have point head. blank too. That was always screw you up. Yeah, point, point blank made people mad too. They, they really didn't care. For I that. loved that. I wish we had never quit that. Well, that's essentially what chaos and disorder is. Only this is worse in terms of taste. True. So I don't know. We haven't had as many dead body stories as we did well, on Point Blank. That's your department. I mean, that's where that's where you come in. Instead, now you just come in and list names of dead people, and, and find the greatest atrocities in human history and recount fun little stories about that. That so was fun, though. Check that out over on Chaos and Disorder. You can get all of that fun. But fantasy football, Rick. I know we need to get into what? What are we? Ten days away? Or no? No, no, we got a Thursday game, so we are six days away from real NFL football. Real live action. Yeah, we're coming up into draft weekend. It's time to get it done. You two loosely gave some some good advice on the AFC last week. We'll do the NFC this week. But I think if there's any headline, there's plenty going on, and we're going to talk a lot of NFL, or we did talk a lot of NFL on Chaos and Disorder, so go over and listen to that. But I do want to talk about the J.K. Dobbins issue. The issue, right? The yeah. out for the year. That's an issue, all right. Listen to Chaos and Disorder. We have a long discussion on whether or not it was prudent for him to be playing in that preseason game. It was a good conversation. So go back and make sure you check yeah, that exactly. out. Exactly. But from a fantasy standpoint, in your mind, Rick, just how far does Gus Edwards move? Because people seem to be all over the map on that one. Um. To be honest, Rick, I think he moves up pretty substantially simply because unless they make um, some sort of you know pretty meaningful free agent pickup somewhere along the line or a trade, there's not much behind that guy. And they're a running football team. Yeah, 56%. They, they run right. the ball. Now, a lot of that lot factors of in Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Right. But 
56% of their plays, by far the most in the NFL, are rushes. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's going to be significant things staying the way they are. Because guess what? Edwards, quite frankly, has proven himself with, with a modicum of success over the last, you know, I don't know what. A, how long's he been there? About two or three years yeah, now. Yeah, feels like he's been there for fifteen. Right, he's just been <laughs> yeah. that guy waiting in the wings yeah. forever. Yeah, and I, I think he's going to be, you know, whether or not I agree with how significant he'll be, but I actually I think he could make an impact. Yeah, here's where I'm torn. If anybody's still playing in a standard league, I think his ADP really shoots up. I mean, I mean, this guy in. It's limited action, but enough action to where he's put enough on tape that I can believe that his 5.2 yards per carry is legitimate. The problem is he's been in the league for three years now. I actually had this written down. I could have confirmed that for you. He's caught 18 passes in that time. Right. In all those years. That's not his game, right? And that's where J.K. Dobbins was a big part of the passing game. So I don't know what it means in terms of PPR just yet. But what I do know, or what I think I know because of that, and what, why I would have fear unless something happens this weekend going long term, is I think they're going to bring somebody in who is a pass catcher. That's a big part of their offense. They get Lamar out on the edges. He can take off. If nothing's deep, that's the, that's the check down, which is why I was so excited about J.K. Dobbins. I think they bring somebody in. I, I really do. And so if that happens, then then I don't know. What does that look like? Do they just bring in that third down guy? It, it's going to be one of those wait and see, which I hate. Yeah, excuse me, exactly. Um, do they bring in a, you know, Kenyon Drake light or something of that nature to to catch the passes? Todd Gurley's the first name that came up. <sighs> ah, boy, I tell you what, that that would be really su- surprised if they went that route. With those knees of his, I mean, granted the guy was a superior talent, when he was there, but uh, I don't know. I just yeah. can't see that. So, so we'll we'll find out. But yeah. uh, but it's interesting. Gus Edwards. I mean, currently his ADP as of today is up to running back thirty four. That may be a little low. That's a low end three. You know, he might be if he ends up being that guy, and they don't bring in a real bell cow pass catcher type, which I don't think that guy's out there. Gus Edwards is going to be the lead back in the most prolific rushing offense in the league. Maybe right. not always in terms of success, but in terms of volume. volume and that's a big piece in this. So, so something it. to keep. So I'm going to take a backseat. You led this thing last week, Rick. How are we going to do our NFC Bowl prediction? Are we both giving one for each team, or are we going uh, tit for tat, as they say? Can you still say that on the radio? Why not? Or does he have to edit that out? I don't think so. He doesn't know how to do that anyway. See, we're good. Tacit we're- approval. Did that... I just wondered, did that come through the headphones that, that was, or did that not... come through his microphone? Yeah, we Oh, go. there he is. Wow, he's looking online. Oh, did you hear that? Yeah, that yeah. That's how a producer well, he's looking rolled. looking online on, you know, is the show he's going to be watching later. He, you know, he <laughs> plugged in the board. I appreciate that. Now, look, we, we can just go team by team and, and throw out a, a bold fantasy prediction for 2021. All right. And unlike Dummy over there, not everybody can be the number one at their position on every single team. 
I agree. So I, I was careful to have none of those. All right, Rick. Well, let's start out in the east. Yes. And we'll go in alphabetical order. Alphabetical. <laughs> Thank you. And with the Dallas Cowboys, what is your bold prediction? This really isn't a bold prediction, but after the, the horrible year last year, I, Zeke's right back in a top five fantasy back. PPR, it doesn't matter. I think, you know, I think this offense is just plagued with bad luck last year. And I think they're just going to be a machine this year. Yeah, I tried to find something more bold, but I didn't go with Zeke. I thought that one you know, wasn't bold at all. I don't think this is bold based on the hype he's getting, but I'm into the hype. C.D. Lamb yep, finishes it. the year as a top five receiver. I'm not even saying a receiver one. I think that's a given. I think he's a top five guy. Of course, assuming Dak Prescott's healthy. They're saying now he's good to go for week one. I always worry about a shoulder issue, but... Yeah, we talked about that a little bit last week, and that's the biggest concern that I have. Um, but I'll tell you what, if your prediction and my prediction both come true... They're going to win some football I, games. Yeah, they're going to win a lot of football games. All right, you're the team of your youth, Rick, the New York Giants. This was kind of a tongue-in-cheek, but just looking over the Giants roster and everything that happened to him so far injury-wise and preseason... My prediction is everyone gets hurt and Mike Glennon finds himself a starter with no one to throw to. I mean, they there's not much depth there. Everybody's banged up. Um, I know this is not going to happen, but I don't know. The Giants are in a really precarious position right now. Well, you say it's not going to happen. My bold prediction, I'll just read it as written, Daniel Jones gets benched by week 10. <laughs> I, I see it the same way, and it's not going to be his fault. It's an incompetent team led by, in my opinion, an incompetent coaching staff. They've put no weapons around him save for a Barkley, a Barkley coming off a devastating knee yeah. injury. I think he's going to be fine. I didn't want to make any bold predictions with him because I'm still nervous about that knee injury. But Daniel Jones has struggled a little bit, obviously. You know me. I'm For whatever read, I'm rooting for that kid hard. This is the year it happens. He's going to pay for the sins of that organization, and it's going to be Mike Glennon all the way. I think Daniel Jones may end up finishing the season. They're going to give Mike Glennon a chance. They're going to try to hang this on Daniel Jones instead of taking the accountability of themselves. All right, Rick, the, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Eagles. A bad defense allows Devontae Smith to record top 24 numbers with a lot of garbage time receptions. Yeah, it's possible. I wonder if it's Tim or Rager. I, I was trying to I, – I batted around predicting one of those. Yeah. We're, we're going get, to get into that conversation. I wasn't confident in either, so I took the cop out with the young quarterback or the Gardner Minshew, whatever they start doing. Boy, the Eagles do not believe in, in Jalen Hurts. If you go go back and listen to Chaos and Disorder, we discussed that there as well. But for me, Rick, I think this is no-brainer. Zach Ertz did not get cut. He may be moved by the time this, this airs. There, there's a lot of trade talks out there. But Dallas Goddard's going to be the number one guy. I think he becomes a top-five tight end. I, I think there, there's such a chasm between Travis Kelsey – Waller, Kittle, Kittle, and maybe, maybe Pitts. I think that number five slot's wide open, and I, I really believe Dallas Goddard could slide right into that same thing. When you're talking garbage time, 
people are back and prevent defense. You just got the tight end running through the middle. And I think beyond that, too, that's just a focus of that Peterson offense, the tight end position. Dallas Goddard's a guy I'm targeting if I'm not willing to spend that early price for those first four guys. And there's either basically one of two things going on. Either Philly has been talking around – and wants a little bit too much for Zach Ertz, or there's not much of a market out there for him because I agree with you. If Ertz isn't around, yeah, Goddard is definitely someone to target. He's still around. I think Goddard still him. might be the guy. He's. I think he's going to be the guy, but I still think Zach Ertz is too expensive just to sit on the bench. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. he's gonna get a lot of playing time, yeah, which I, is gonna be hawking some reception. I was actually stunned he didn't get cut. I mean, they tried to move him all summer. They it didn't work. I, I thought they'd have caught it, but I don't know what the cap implications right. are. That's always easy to say. And the Washington football team, Rick, to close out the East. Ryan Fitzpatrick passes for 45 touchdowns this year. <laughs> okay, that's bold. 45 yep. touchdowns? Yes, indeed. 45. 45. You heard it right here first. You realize that's a lot, right? That's a lot. That's like in records territory. That's it's not breaking records, but it's, that's right it's there, up there. buddy. That, that's craziness. It's, it's bold. Well, and it's not bold. It's stupid. You honestly believe that? It's a bold prediction. <laughs> so, so that's a no. Spelled backwards, it's glob. Wait. How is that relevant? <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna have to jot. Well, why did you two just give each other a knowing look? What what ha- what's happening here? I don't like this. It's but a knowing look. No, was- that was just an acknowledgement of wow. <laughs> How does that help your argument that bold backward is glob? <laughs> he he could have twenty five touchdowns. Oh, okay. You know. Well, wouldn't it be 45? No, because that would make you bigger. Man, yeah, you don't want to go 54. No. That'd be really bold. All right. Well, mine comes with a thought. I think the the football team's defense is the number one scoring fantasy defense in the league this year. But after that nonsense you said, and then saying "glob," that feels like it's <laughs> really also anticlimactic. Remember, also, remember they're playing 17 games. Okay. Well, so, that's true. You know, so that that makes a little bit less bold. And no, a little bit less bold would be to say he was going to have 45 interceptions. No, that's less glob. <laughs> Let's move on. We only have a half an hour. Well, the good news is we got a show title and got it early. Sometimes <laughs> I struggle with it on this show. All right, Rick, the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, we're going to the West. Okay. Uh, the Cardinals will have the most explosive offensive in the West, and Murray is a top five fantasy quarterback. Yeah, I don't, I don't even think. I don't even think that's that, that bold. That but after last year, I mean, they, they struggled a bit last year, but I think he is much more comfortable, and I think all the hype on him is well deserved. Yeah, I think for me, it's Mahomes one, Allen two, Murray three. That's my order. That, that'll people lose their minds over that, but that's my yeah, order. Yeah, I right actually now. have Allen as one. So yeah, I mean, and I I don't think that that's insane either. But it's it's hard to walk away from home. But I'm taking him over Aaron Rodgers. I'm taking him over Lamar Jackson. I'm taking him name name your guy. I got Kyler right. Murray steady in that number three spot. For me, Rick, there there's nothing bold about this. Only that I'm surprised by his ADP. Chase Edmonds is a tremendous value in his current ADP. He's a, he's a wide re, or wide receiver yeah. running back. That'd be real surprising <laughs> if he was in the Very. wide receiver ADP. Currently at running back twenty six. 
Look, if the fantasy community didn't notice, his backup is James Conner. James Conner, great guy. Doesn't play much football. And there, it hasn't gone real well. Chase Edmonds is the guy in an explosive offense. If you remember, though, of course, he was a big story, obviously. You know, and, and look, I, I love the guy. I mean, he's, I was glad he was in Pittsburgh when he was in Pittsburgh, cancer survivor, et cetera, et cetera. Then he got injured. And remember the hype last year? He's doing the rocky thing with the logs right. on his shoulders and all this. And, and the Twitter verse was going crazy over this guy. And he did the same thing. He ran three steps, fell over, was hurt, banged up all the time. Now, all of a sudden, because he's in Pittsburgh West, right? he's going to be the next coming of Barry Sanders and or Earl Campbell or whatever. They, they seem to think that he is so much better or at least equal to Chase Edmonds that it's going to be a 50-50 split and he's going to get the goal line carries and yada, yada. And I don't see it. I don't see him cutting one bit into Edmonds' workload. I, I really don't. Which, if that happens in this offense, I don't think they're going to run the ball a whole lot, and Kyler Murray will run the ball a bit. But Chase Edmonds is going to have the opportunity to what I don't think becomes a RB1. You can't predict everybody who you think is going to have a right. good year to become an RB1. But I think he's a solid middle, too. And if you're getting him at you know 26, 26 among running backs 62 overall if you're getting this guy in the fifth round is your rb2 or if you go zero rb and you can get this guy as your one after what you'd have done in that zero rb scenario in the first four rounds that's huge yeah that, that is massive and this is a guy i am targeting of course now you are and you're going to snipe me in the cave oh yeah right on friday but i do nothing but sit and listen to what you say well, I so know. i can I've, plan I've my heard, strategy i've heard you listening to the show during the draft so you know who to pick yeah, in each right, individual exactly. round and i wish and you, you are what it. what pick are you uh my three Three or four? Yeah, you're three. I'm 11, so I'll be sniping you very oh, yeah. close. So I don't yeah. have to worry about your nonsense <laughs> this year, so that's good. All right, Rick, the L.A. Rams. L.A. The L.A. Rams. I think people are overestimating Matt Stafford, and Tyler Higby still isn't a thing. All this hype on Tyler Higby is like tight end number five, tight end number six. I think it's ludicrous. Stafford has never been – a big tight end guy since who was that? Brandon Pettigrew had a mm -hmm. had a year or two under Stafford. I'm, In his defense, he tried really hard with Eric Ebron, but well, he's not very true. good at catching footballs, <laughs> no, unfortunately. And, yeah, yeah. I'll he let made him pass a he made that. a he made, gave it the old college try with right. Ebron. I mean, I think Stafford's going to be solid enough with the Rams because it's a much better offense, a lot more talent wide receiver. I just think people think he's going to walk right into this new offense and be the next Joe Montana, and I, I think that's just a rushing a little bit, and I don't see it. Sticking with the Higby thing, this isn't my bold prediction, but this is just something something to keep in mind. Because I had the same sense, right, that there's all this hype around Higby. Do not let Twitter influence you this weekend when you go into your drafts. Tyler Higby is actually, his ADP is his tight end thirteen. I think that's right where he belongs. Yeah. That's where he belongs. But if you read enough Twitter, people will have you convinced there's hype, not even that he's going to be good, that there's all this hype around him. There right. really isn't. Maybe if you believe Higby takes the next step, and I could be convinced of that, probably. Maybe. But don't Doubtful. overpay. Don't go crazy here. The hype isn't real when you look at ADP. Use that. I, I normally I don't use ADP to make my draft selections. 
but this is the perfect situation where you can get away with it. So, Rick, shocker when it comes to Matt Stafford, you and I are on the exact opposite. My bold fantasy prediction is he throws for 4,500 yards this year. I think he does come in. He goes nuts. It's all going to be on his shoulder. He may It may be like Detroit where he throws for 5,000 en route to winning six games. I think that's entirely possible with that running game right now. I think he's 4,500 yards, write it down and forget about it. Which, which I would be happy if I wait on quarterbacks to have him as my quarterback in fantasy football. So once again, when it comes to Matt Stafford, I'm right and you're wrong. Hmm. San Francisco we'll 49ers. San Francisco 49ers. Jimmy G will not be unseated by Trey Lance at quarterback. Damn it, that was mine. <laughs> I feel the same way. I really do. Really? Yeah, I mean, I... Guys, 22-8 and eight is a starter. If he stays healthy, I don't see – Trey Lance isn't ready. Trey Lance, I think, is going to be good. He's not ready right now. Right. So why I, I would agree. you? And, and we, we, yeah. You and I mentioned this before a few weeks ago. Two years ago, he went to the went to the Super Bowl. And, again, you get on the Twitter and you're like, well, it was the defense that carried him to the Super Bowl. No, Jimmy G played enough good quarterback. Right. He wasn't Trent Dilfer back there. No. He had enough yeah. big games. I mean, he get... wasn't Matt Stafford good, but he was pretty good. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's Yay! just pathetic. Oh, we don't even need the sound. You completely <laughs> recreated it. We might have to snip that one. We'll have two of them. They're identical. They are. Go ahead. Uh, San Francisco. No, I told you I had the exact okay. same one. I, I'm in full agreement. I just don't think Lance is ready. This is the perfect opportunity, if he can stay healthy, the understudy role. This is a guy who, coming out of a small school, didn't play a lot of college football. I've seen enough in preseason to think he's. it was a wise selection. But when you have a guy like Jimmy G, which is why I don't understand what Jacksonville did, why I don't understand what New England did in cutting Cam Newton, this is the perfect opportunity to let this kid get a year of seasoning. you got a real professional quarterback who can win you football games if he stays healthy. That's a big if. If he stays healthy, it would be downright foolish to, to start Trey Lance. I think they and they were they were hinting around at it this week. You may see Trey Lance come in in a Taysom Hill type of role, a Cordell Stewart type role. There may be some things for him with his athleticism, which would be tremendous. But I think if if healthy, Jimmy Garoppolo starts this whole season, and this could be a playoff team because of it. I agree, and and this this preseason stuff. Look, they're looking at basic defenses. They're not looking at any schemes. They're not looking at the good players on the defense either. They're looking at guys trying to make the team. So, you know, don't get fooled by, well, he threw. He was seven for nine for 148 yards and two touchdowns. Well, that's great. We realize he can throw a pass now, but he has (laughs) to start reading defenses, making adjustments, and that comes with time. Well, and to be fair, though, your time is short, so – I'm not talking you gotta about act him. quicker. I, I'm All right, about Rick. him, not me. Seattle Seahawks. Early injuries and lack of depth on offense sends Seattle to the west basement. I think that's possible. I just they're banged up and there's just not a lot of depth there. And let's face it, there's only so much Russell Wills can do after a while. Yeah. And, and look, 
the defense isn't a legion of boom anymore. No. So, I mean, that's where I see them in this division. Albeit, they're going to be competitive. It's a tough division, but I see them at the basement. Yeah, I think it's there. For for me, I feel like I shouldn't have to say this again, but I'm going to say it. Listen up, everybody. Rashard Penny is useless. Don't draft him. (laughs) Don't do it. I'm tired of hearing about him. Don't tweet me about him. Don't write a story about him. He is worthless. If he can get his shoes on in week one without injuring himself, it will be a miracle. He is going to be of no use to you. Draft Chris Carson. If you're one of those handcuffed guys, go out and get you DJ Dallas. Hell, get Todd Gurley, and maybe they'll sign him at some point when everybody else is injured. Enough with the Rashad Penny. Stop it. Stop. I'm out. Done. What division you want to go to next? North or south? Let's uh let's go north. Okay, let's see. That would be Chicago De Bears. You go first. David Montgomery is being overdrafted, and Damian Williams takes a big, big cut out of his workload. I didn't put any numbers around it. He just takes a big cut to the point where David Montgomery does not live up to his ADP. I can see that, but I tell you, you know who else who's also coming back is Tariq Cohen, right? Which nobody's talking no. about, That's and has third made down work, quite a, lot of a nice living catching passes in right. Chicago as well. Uh, mine is the Dalton experiment ends quickly, and Justin Fields leads the Bears to the playoffs. Wow! Gets injured, not seriously, and Nick Foles wins another Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll. I'll I'll give it to you. If you're going to make a bold prediction, that's as bold as it gets. I thought hard about it, but, but really to cut it short, I mean, this Dalton experiment, is it's got to be an Aaron Donald thing, right? I mean, it can't be more than a week or two, right? I mean, seriously? Yeah. I mean, Fields has been, out of the rookie class especially, by far the best quarterback in the class. There's no doubt about it. You wonder if it translates – I just wonder if that coaching staff, if Nagy's one of those guys who says, look, let's give him – you don't have to give him a whole season. Let's give him some time. See the speed of the game. I do worry when Justin Fields says, I'm surprised how slow the NFL game yeah, has well, been. Well, will find out Aaron Donald ain't too slow. That's what I'm saying. When you get into defenses that are scheming and are playing and you've got, you're playing 11 starters, not two, you wonder there. So – it might just be – so it could be this yeah, – I know you've been touting this all summer. This could just be the sacrifice to Aaron Donald, <laughs> which would be wise. This could maybe even be a little bit of humbling. All right, let's slow your roll, kid. Take a few weeks here, see this. Dalton will fail or it will be horrifically average, and we'll see Justin Fields by October either way. And, and well, that, it's not that I want Dalton to fail or anything like that, but what sort of leash – should he be given? Oh, it's I mean, the shortest it, leash it, it's ever. It's got yeah. to be. You can't go zero and three and then say, "Well, gee, he's going to or zero and four, and oh, he's going to save our season now." I mean, they play in a pretty tough division, yeah, I mean, and they don't have the easiest schedule going down down through it for seventeen games. I mean, you don't want to be going zero for four with Andy Dalton and then go, "Okay, rookie, nah, save the day." Nah. Dalton's lease is shorter than the one Finkelstein's wife has on him. It's a it's a tight one. It's a choke collar. <laughs> I think so. Okay. He's texting Uh, her now. Honey, am I allowed to respond to that? (laughs) Detroit Lions. You know, it's D-E-T. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Oh, I thought you were going. Are you waiting for me? Yeah, I, right. you're, you're going first. There, this isn't anything bold. DeAndre Swift's in line for a monster season. Just a monster season. Look around. Their number one wide receiver right now is Tyrell Williams, who I've always kind of liked. This is their number one. They are going to use DeAndre Swift. He might only play nine games until he's just ground into the turf in Detroit, but the – the usage he's going to have is going to be insane. So, RB, or, yeah, RB1. I, I don't know how high he, high he gets, but RB1, easy. Hmm. That's bold to me. That, that's, that's bold to you? Extremely bold. Yeah. Extremely bold. Oh, I, I thought it was too obvious. No. Not to me at all. I, I, I mean, you're not smart, to be fair. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh huh. Anyway, I, I really had no. Really bold predictions for the Lions. Oh, you're giving me shit no, and you're I'm popping out. You don't have one. That the Lions are. Do we just, swear on the asylum? The show? Lions are just not bad. usually, but I'll let it fly. And, All right. You know, you're sitting over there, <laughs> looking at movies, writing your letter to your wife. Why are you writing when you can text? Why? Why do you write her letters? Dearest Prudence, <laughs> Prudence Finkelstein. Oh, I probably shouldn't be giving spouses' names out on the air, are we? Sorry. You can edit that out. Yeah, I'll, I'll get right on that. L- let Prudy know I'm sorry. <laughs> Prudy. My bad. <laughs> anyway, I don't even know where. Oh, the, li- the, the lies are just bad. And about the only bold prediction I can make for them is they are going to be nasty under Dan Campbell, biting legs and kicking oh, shins. Oh, yeah, yeah. But other than that, I don't see a monster year from anybody on that offense. No. Nah. Well, except for DeAndre Swift because no. he's going to have a monster year. Okay. So, that is Green Bay Packers. You're first. Remember that. All right. The Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is going to be on a mission. I don't think this is breaking news to say Aaron Rodgers is going to have a great fantasy season. I think this this year is the revenge tour against his own team. I think it's one of those he thinks he's going to spite them by taking them to the NFC Championship again. again. I think th- this affects Aaron Jones, I think, to a larger degree. Aaron Rodgers is going to take over these games, and he's going to be putting up 300, 350 consistently. They're not kicking field in, goals on fourth no, down no. anymore. He's, you know, they could call him off the field on fourth and 18 from his own 12, and he's going to throw two middle fingers to the sideline, yeah. and that ball's going up the sideline. It, it's just it, it's going to be craziness, and I can't wait to watch it. I'm, I'm the same, but we're on the same page. I wrote uh, – Rodgers and Adams have a spectacular swan song with the oh, Packers. Yeah. And then two and middle they, fingers out of Lambo. Yes, sir. And then four middle. Yeah, I guess four middle fingers yeah. if they leave together. That's true. Which presumably they will. Right. I, I I don't think either one of them will be there next year. No. No, no. way. Okay, Minnesota Vikings. You know, this was the one where I have really nothing for. I, I, I don't know if there's anything bold to say. It was going to be all about Irv Smith for me that I think he took that next leap into kind of the second tier of tight ends, which may be a little higher than his ADP. I'm worried about the meniscus, right? We'll, we'll find yeah. out here this week if it's one of those three- or four-week meniscus or it's the full season. I don't know what it's going to be. But otherwise, I think we know what they're getting out of the running back position. They're two great wide receivers, and Kirk Cousins is going to compile stats and lose football games. It's going to be status quo in Minnesota. I, I, yeah, I Irv, got nothing. Irv Smith does scare me when you have something that you know in a joint, and you have surgery on it. Well, sir, you know it's 
to repair it. Okay, great. It's repaired, but it still has to heal. And if they get rushed back, then all of a sudden it's like a nagging injury. It's yeah. on. And for 10 weeks, all of a sudden, now that, well, you know, he's he's not playing this week because of the knee. You know, it's just maintenance. But but it seems to just keep going on. However. Oh, you've got one. That doesn't stop me from my oh, boy. There's about some something stupid about to come out of his mouth. Kirk Cousins. Oh, boy. Passing for 4,700 yards. 4,700. 4,700 yards. <laughs> And 40 touchdowns I believe the, the control room just mocks you. How many touchdowns? 40. Why do you have everybody throwing for over 40 touchdowns? It's going to look like arena football the NFL this year if you have your way. 17 games. I can just see it happening. All right. You said to be bold. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. This was your dumb idea. Okay, the South. Carolina – or no, excuse me, Atlanta Falcons. Mike Davis outperforms his ADP as well. That is, you talk again about a bell cow back. He's a guy. Look, he's a uh, RB twenty three, so it's still an RB two. I'm taking him. I'm taking him above that, way above that. He's going to touch the ball a lot. My exact thing. In fact, I actually added he may put up Michael Turner type numbers. Yeah, I don't remember what Michael Turner numbers were, but they were pretty good. Yeah. He used to be one of your boys. Oh back in yeah, the day. He, I couldn't quit him. I had guy love for Michael Turner. Yeah. <laughs> when are you? Oop, wrong button. Yeah, there Let's it is. Go. It's guy love. It loses all its impact after yeah, all that build up and hitting the wrong button. But yeah. Oh well. Now we have the Carolina Panthers. Terrence Marshall's a good flex option. I, I I like what he's doing out of the slot, and that's something Sam Darnold needs is a good slot. I, I wanted to kind of break down the Robbie Anderson versus my mind just went blank over on the other side. Oh, my God. What?
DJ Moore. Yeah, Moore. Why? Why is everybody a <laughs> AB or BJ? Or that's something that's like that? embarrassing. I blanked on it, and I then did. you said Curtis Samuel and AJ Brown, so you just <laughs> doubled down on the stupidity. I know. I, I was just totally blank because you're over there waving your arms. Oh, like it's my saw, fault. It's like my you fault you ghost, didn't know. Like you saw Unbelievable. ghost over there. Unbelievable. And Terrence Marshall. Well, I, that's who my bold prediction is. You can tell he's not listening to the show. I, I already opened with that. Yeah. Anyhow, I was debating between DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson who was going to be the guy. And I think, you know who's going to be the guy, the guy in the slot, because it's Sam Darnold, and he doesn't throw the football very well. So I think this is a guy I'm going to be looking to roster and play in a flex spot. Yeah, he's already got some chemistry with Robbie Anderson, which which will probably, you know, bode well for Anderson. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think Darnold actually improves. I actually have him. This is like a real bold prediction. Well, he's going to throw for 4,800 no, no, yards. No, I, I looked over his stats, or, you know, his – career of course he is with the jets i get it but i think he actually finishes with a qbr between 90 and 95 and i think that's significant coming to the team like that it's really not that good either no nah, nah. i think he takes care of the football a little bit well that, that would be a nice change and if you don't fumble a million times of course a lot of it's the line too if you're not getting your head blindsided and knocked off your shoulders right well that, that tends helps. to help too so who's next oh new orleans well, I tell you what, boy. You know, you think about the people down there getting oh, clobbered yeah. by old Ida. That was terrible. Can't even fathom 140 mile an hour wind. Did, did, Sustained. Did you, did you hear that the storm surge was such that it stopped and reversed the flow of the Mississippi River? I did hear that. That that is un. I can't even believe that. That is unbelievable. That's power. Yeah, that's that's just <laughs> insanity. But but for the Saints, you know, it's going to be rough for them. They're already playing the first month of the season. They're not going to be in New Orleans. So, but but not going to factor that too much into fantasy. I am all in. I, I was on it before the big breakout on Monday night in the preseason. Marquez Callaway is going to be that dude. He is, might be the breakout player of this fantasy season. Yeah, and I think um, – and I'm just going to piggyback off that because I've been saying it and I tweeted it. I mean – we're the, about the only people that have mentioned that since Jameis Winston had that, you know, led the league in, in passing yards. I get it. He was in the 30-30 club, et cetera. But he had that LASIK surgery on, on, his, on his eyes, and he said it significantly improved his depth perception. He had like, what, three or four passes total last year as a backup in New Orleans. He's the guy now. I think you're going to see – some big numbers coming out of him, and right off what you said, I think Callaway's going to be the guy. Yeah. Look, he's still going to throw a ton of interceptions. He may. He may not. Depth perception, improved vision helps some. It doesn't help poor decision-making or just being a gunslinger. Again, I don't know why we celebrated Brett Favre just throwing <laughs> it up in the air all the time and Jameis Winston, we can discredit all his yardage and 30 touchdowns because of his interceptions. I don't know why that is. I don't care if he goes back into the 30-30 club. There's no Michael Thomas there. There's really no other talent outside of Kamara to speak of. That's going to be big for fantasy owners if you've got Winston, especially in a bye week or an injury replacement, because I don't think you're drafting him as your number one as your starter. No. And it's going to be huge for Marquez Callaway. Yeah, I agree. And I can see Winston being around 
say top fifteen, no, something like so. that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, he's certainly rosterable, and you can start him on a bye week, etc. And you could really catch lightning in a bottle, maybe a few weeks with him as well. So now that leaves us with who? Oh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Yeah. This should be where, for the ninth year in a row, I predict the decline of Tom Brady, but I'm not going to do that anymore. Rick, for me, Ronald Jones is the Bucks RB you want. Miss me with Leonard Fournette. I don't know how he's been on this resurgence this year that he's just going to lap Ronald Jones. I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going to be a pretty even split in a PPR format. I'd rather have Ronald Jones. I'd probably rather have neither of them, but if I'm forced into the situation, give me Rojo. Yeah, I'm, I I think a lot of it's going to depend on the situation. I think as the year grinds on, you may see Fournette um, use more because he's more of a grind grind and pound type back, whereas as Jones likes to get out and, and he'll be better in the pass receiving. Uh, yeah, probably pretty close to even split. I, I think um, – if you're drafting for depth, I might take Fournette. I, I don't know, but I think they're pretty close. Um, I don't know. About the only bold prediction I can come up with, because I don't can't see him staying on the field very long, but I said Antonio Brown leaves the Bucks in receptions. Or in criminal charges. Or in criminal one of the charges, yeah. one of the two. All yeah. right. Is that it? No, we still – oh, yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah we did it. the North. Yes. Uh, I, I don't that is do it. I don't want to do this anymore. I should have left it at the beginning DJ like I Moore. did last time. DJ Moore, yeah. Yeah, DJ yes. Moore, everybody. That's his name, not A.J. Brown. No. Oh, Carolina would be butt-sized if A.J. Brown either. rolled in. Yeah, Curtis Samuel's limping around with a bad groin in Washington right now, yeah. in case you were wondering. Exactly. So that's it. You, these are the type of fantasy golden nuggets you get when you come to the asylum, so make sure you're checking it out. At Chaos and Disorder on Twitter, asylumfootball at gmail.com. Go yeah. listen to Chaos and Disorder. It's better. Not much better, but it's better than well, this. Some junk. interesting discussion you might want to listen to. Asylumfantasysports.com. Until next time. And thanks, Alejandro, for um, your fantasy input. Appreciate it. I say thanks for zipping it. We'll see you. Take care. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.